Somebody said you got a new friend. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Happy bloody new year. Happy. Happy this after 12 months, potentially. <laughs> hey, come on now. Come on now. Come on all, now. Come all on now. things come to those who wait. We know this. And you listeners have been waiting like an absolute patient good and saints. You have been. How was your Christmas, listeners? How was your New Year? Hope you, or any other holidays you may have been celebrating during that time. Exactly. All festivities. Fun. All festivities. Hope you all had a stunning one. I hope we're looking forward to the New Year of 2024. 2024. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna bring you a couple of little absolute treats for this new year. Yeah, Some yeah. might say it's a double feature. Some might say it is a double feature, but we are gonna be keeping it UK hun for <laughs> this. Actually, no, no, sorry, a part of this we're gonna be keeping it UK based because we are going to be recapping the iconic, <laughs> the one and only. Speaking of only, the only <laughs> way some would say is Essex you know what some some might say and let me say Nicole mm. if I can get to the sound effect quicker absolutely let's <laughs> try and film during this time just if you could just fill 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 can you do a fill can you film the podcast through this time oh here we go I'm going to fade it slightly while we figure out where the chorus comes in. Because that's really the only bit we're interested in. Here we go. Whoa. cover that's played in this title sequence because it sounds like a cover to me because it's a lot more high-pitched yes i've would i listen yeah there it is the only way we go we're looking at spotify everyone let's see if we can recognize a different oh well it would help if i'd taken it off um the fade that's okay that's okay I'm going to guess people in the music biz get in touch. Um, but, and you can get in touch with us at excuse me pod team at gmail.com, excuse me pod official on IG. I'm going to guess they maybe had the rights for the song. Yes. Hence where they could re record it, but yeah. not the rights to play the performance. That is, yeah, I would agree with you on that. And it's only 22 seconds. <laughs> and, 22 and, seconds, pure joy. See, as I hear that back in the day, it used to be pure adrenaline into my it, veins. It's one more so, second than so Solo Crew could could manage. Um, <laughs> and also, um, you'd get at the end of that. 
I can't do that without a warm-up. Hang on. Next bit, uh, to be honest, you might cut out. So oh, did it? Okay, well, I won't do it again. I'm so, gonna listeners. I'm gonna do it for myself right, just so I know that I can do it. But hang on. Right, I'll wait here. No, it wasn't good. Great. Nah, it wasn't great. So don't worry, listeners. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but you know what? So we we would like to introduce any new listeners, any old listeners, any international listeners, mm. any local listeners. If you haven't watched Towie, the original British constructed reality show, as they like to call it in the trades. Yes. The Only Way is Essex, set in and around the county of Essex. Is it yeah. county? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to know who pitched this idea. Was it somebody in the cast? Yeah. And who, because e.g. Married to Medicine Atlanta, for anyone who watches that, um there is a lady on that show who actually pitched the show uh to the network and even though she's not on the show anymore she remains an executive producer because she pitched the show and basically suggested the women to hire so i always wondered is this um was did mark right like with the right family approached or did were they scouted and then they basically cast it around mark and lauren and jess now let me tell you i've got a bit of not inside knowledge i just remember i saw this on a big brother documentary yes which was oh brian bellow brian bellow yes that's it he said he's his idea didn't he yeah Yeah. that's that's who it was and he was like i like girls we like cars it's all about Essex it's all about all the and then for some reason he was cut out of it pursuing yeah. big brother-esque yeah couldn't be more than one show true um or he had some sort of contract with C4 um yeah in the case um however what was I gonna say it was now Mark Wright as the all I'd say to our international viewers and to people who haven't watched it if you enjoy fake turn, if you enjoy a lot of, you're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Honey. Honey, <laughs> okay, honey. Okay, honey. Oh, stop it. Oh, shut up. Don't, don't, dig, don't dig me out. Don't dig me out. Oh, stop it, Mark. Come on. <laughs> you're literally annoying me now, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh, my God, you're so annoying, Mark. Literally. Um, we should run down the key players for people. So if you if you are able to watch it online, for um local listeners, you can currently access it on ITVX. You can again, I think, get it via BritBox. So if you are a US listener, you can get it via BritBox. Also, um uh Apple TV, you can pay for it. And let me tell you something, it's worth its weight in gold. So we've got on this main title card, we've got now I'm reading them from left to right. We've got Jess Wright, oh. who is the sister of the sort of lead guy, Mark. So we've got Jess Wright, we've got Kirk Norcross, we've got Lauren Goodger, we've got Mark Wright, who is the ex-boyfriend of Lauren. Yes. We've got some person in leopard print who I could not work out who that was. No, that is in my notes with a question mark next to yes. it. Yes. And then yeah. there's also a gentleman with a white shirt and sunglasses. Who's also a question mark. I don't know who they are. Yes. Then yes. we have 
Amy Childs and then at the end, Sam Fez. And I noticed, interestingly, Sam in the foreground is larger than a lot of the other people in terms of the size of her in the picture. Oh, like as if, yeah, like as if maybe, although Mark's in the middle, there was sort of like this shows about Mark and maybe Sam's also another star. Yeah. Until I mean? realised how much of a shining star that Lauren Goodger was going to be. Lauren Goodger, exactly. This um, show has launched the careers of uh, Gemma Collins. Yeah. Um, bear with me. Um, well, technically, you could say it's launched the careers of Mark Wright, a TV presenter. Uh, Sam Fares had many reality shows, also with her sister Mommy Billy. Diaries. Mommy Diaries. Yeah. Now you've got the Family Diaries with Billy. Yes. Amy Childs has just had her own show about having twins. Really? Yeah. I love Amy Childs. I when I was oh, watching, shut up, I was like, actually iconic. She was the best one in it, to be honest, with you, for a long old time. She can give it back to the boys. She yeah. can, like, there's a bit in this when they turn up at the Sugar Hut, her and Sam. <laughs> and I'm like, that is such an iconic entrance. And like, <laughs> if Sam looks a bit boring, but yes. like, Amy kind of like, looks up and down, kind of gives a sort of like face. And I'm like, she's serving this. <laughs> like, she's really giving it what we all need as an audience. And Sam, like, Sam Fez's outfit is very much um, Rachel Levis in the Vanderpump. <laughs> reunion the nat west branch manager interview absolutely but to be fair to her, that is very much the time period of business casual was going out do you know what i mean like, lots of places <laughs> i've written down somewhere at one point i was like absolutely motel rocks <laughs> yeah yeah like literally this whole thing is responsible by motel rocks and probably like top shop or something and um someone's going out to print skirt at one point i said this dreams a, ch- a chunky woven belt yeah, a chunky wave about. There's those boots as well that look like working boots, but got a heel on them. Like, oh, my <laughs> yes. my yes. absolute goodness. And like, let me talk about Mark Wright. I remember once being on holiday in Florida, and it was 2 a.m., and I'd left the TV on, and all I heard was, Oh, we finally done. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> yes. I opened up my eyes, and it was Mark Wright. And I said, Yes. What Mark Wright. So, you know, my. And there was another time, I remember when I was in America, sorry, separate, I'm going on a tiny bit of a tangent, but I will bring it back. <laughs> was, I was in New York when there was a hurricane happening. I was in New Jersey. Oh, my God. I, I was in a hotel. I was in a uh, Fairfield Inn. In <laughs> and then, and I, this was the first hurricane I've experienced in my entire life. They were like, get away from the window, stay in the toilets, whole situation. It had been a crazy nights oh my god yeah it was it was quite crazy there was a point when the electric went out and that's when me and my friend watching ghost hunters and we said right well that's just that was the wrong thing to watch now we're shitting ourselves <laughs> either the hurricane's gonna kill us or a poltergeist anyway <laughs> i went down to uh the breakfast that they had on the next day there's water everywhere uh, and i was just trying to make myself a waffle and next thing i hear is i'm coming and it was Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> and I said, not now, Jeremy. <laughs> not now, no. Jeremy. Don't dig me out. Don't <laughs> dig me out, Jeremy. Come oh, on now, honey. No, not now. I just want to waffle my darling. I want to <laughs> go back to my room and watch Ghost Hunters. You like, what, darling? Jeremy. You want a sausage plate? <laughs> I don't, Jeremy. I was like, no, thanks. No. And then... Um, 
Anyway. One thing so. I did notice about this program is the scenes are about 27 seconds yeah. long. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's literally like, it's like, oh, my, you're right. Yeah, you're right. All right, see you later. <laughs> She'll be. And the continuity is all over the map. It's a mess. You go from like Amy Childs in what was she doing first? She was in one place with Harry and Sam going, Yes, so anyway, honey. And then it cuts to her at work giving Lauren a spray tan. And then in the next scene, she's on a day off going into the pet shop talking about <laughs> Lauren having a mark tattoo on her badge. <laughs> so we start off they introduce the people we're led to believe are the heroes of the piece and they are yeah. not yeah. and they are mark wright and Arge, James oh. Argent. Who's not even in the main titles. Not even in the main titles. And listeners, Arge is a, becomes a mainstay of this programme after his best friend leaves. Yeah, and never becomes comfortable in front of a camera at any point. <laughs> no, never, ever, ever, ever. And that, what I will say is something that's not aged in this programme is Mark's treatment of James Argent. That's true. Yes. He puts this man down at every opportunity and Arj just takes it. But the opening line includes the words, it were birds, birds, birds everywhere you look. Birds, birds, birds. Stop being your Marbella. <laughs> James, uh, I just say James Argent has got one job for this whole episode and it's asked the same question twice. <laughs> Which is, oh, so you can get better with Lauren then? And he asks that first in the car. And he asks it again in the gym. And that's all he does for the whole episode. And you know, you know what happened there is a producer went, hey, <laughs> okay, James, we need to get coverage of you asking Mark if he's going to get back with Lauren. <laughs> so can you just, just to make sure we've got that at the episode? We'll work it in naturally. Work it into the conversation naturally. And then he just goes, you can get, oh, oh, you can get back with Lauren then. <laughs> <laughs> Every other scene is him. So you're gonna get back, Florence? <laughs> oh, you're right, honey. Yeah, you good. Yeah, all right. Bye, see you later. So you're gonna get back, with Lauren? Then. <laughs> so, as we've already said, these scenes. I don't think they quite knew what scenes were in constructed reality because they are honestly about three lines long so mark i think what we don't get here is that maybe he's moved back from spain a storyline that elliot wright copied a series later because i because it just opened in the middle of like a conversation and i don't know if that's meant to be like so we feel we're part of it but it felt like he because then he said about yeah it's like being in marbella i thought oh was he working in marbella but then i don't know yeah, i also go to marbella Maybe because the yeah. anyway is mobs, as we later yeah. find out. Yeah. Um. And he also says another awful line. You know, my ideal. I'd like to freeze her and unfreeze her in ten years' time. <laughs> so bad. And it's just like the bit when he's like, "Oh, she she loves attention. It, yeah, it's like her birthday. She absolutely loves attention. Well, yeah, it is her birthday." <laughs> and it's like, "You're right, Mark." Oh my god, the bit. Can I just say, can we just talk about how Lauren Gajer is literally one of the most iconic reality TV stars of all time? <laughs> because the bit when it's like, when it's like, 
she doesn't her face doesn't change at all you can (laughs) understand and not because of botox or anything it's just because this woman cannot show emotions apart from big points and when she goes but but she shows it with her eyes all the emotions in her eyes and then when it's like when it goes oh i might be able to come she's like it's a bit pathetic isn't it been together for nine years and you're not going to come to the mic. And then he says, you can't say about the nine years thing because we're not together at the moment. Your party will be ruined if I'm not there. <laughs> and then, did you notice the nail woman going, big man? <laughs> Supporting cast of characters is fantastic. Big man. Well, you are on camera, Jean. Oh, shit. <laughs> you Laura, I'm handling it. Yeah. Okay, you in there. Then we see, we so we get a little mixture of Kurt, um, of Lauren, um, Arge, Jet, Mark, and Lauren's friend Abby, who I think disappears after some of these episodes. Speaking of people who disappears, will come to them when they arrive. We then get Kirk visiting his mum, Julie. Um, and Amy in the bridal shop. Also, shout out to the audio people. The audio on Amy's side of that phone call was absolutely terrible. <laughs> was she calling from Kent? <laughs> well, to be fair, when they took a picture on that phone, I was like, how old is that phone? It was like, I, know. I think I had that Mark's Samsung, the slider phone that he had. It's actually quite a good phone, but they do look <laughs> <Yeah>. old. <laughs> It's just a bit when, and then when it Kirk, it gets come through to Kirk's blackberry. <laughs> and it's just been well, you marry me. <laughs> and he didn't notice it to begin with. His mum was like, uh, have you seen that? <laughs> and then she goes, Kirk, you'll give yourself a bad name. And he goes, I think I've already got that. She's like, oh, Kirk. <laughs> what are you like? This is what are you like, you boy. <laughs> He's basically doing like as Frank Spencer adjacent sort Absolutely. of character work. <laughs> Absolutely. And can I just say, Amy, once again, has got the boys in out of a pile. She feels no shame or anything. Not shame. Not she should feel shame. I'm saying this in like, she's sending that pitch. She's playing she the knows, field. She yeah. knows she'll love it. She'll know like it'll be a flirty little thing. And yeah. She's either. For the she's listeners. on the horizon. Yeah, yes, she's got options. She's got that man later on who asks her for dinner in the queue for Sugar Heart. Exactly. She's That's like, for the saying. listeners, she's like an Essex Jessica Rabbit, some might say. She is. She is. She's Not just because of the red hair. Um, and she then we go. Roger is a perfect man, though. Yeah, basically anyone that's been married to Casey Price, because she also says Alex Reed. Alex Reed, Peter Andre. Pete Andre. You know, it's not being my tuck, Kirk. Like, I like, you know, Peter Andre, Alex Reed. Oh, but that's why I like him. That's really why I like him. Work. And can I also just take a moment to say, people are talking about Kirk like he is Quasimodo up in the corner of Notre Dame. <laughs> and he's <laughs> a good looking guy. I When I watched this at the time, he was the one I thought was fit. It's because they all like the tan boys back in the day, don't they? Oh, the I can't know. No, the tan. Sorry, that was me getting visibly like distressed. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the tan. It's about the what does who is it? Is it Harry later in the episode? Oh no, it's that guy that says to Kirk, who by the way is his member of staff, Michael. Let's talk. Let's 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 talk about Michael and Candy. A, are you actors? Have you been hired for this pilot episode? Because you 
you disappear at some point in the series. They never come back. Are they the um, ones who are behind the bar in Sugar Heart? Behind the bar in Sugar Heart, 100%. In the title sequence. Is that who those two are? It's who those two are. Because I thought oh. Arge different. <laughs> <laughs> Arge's got frosted tips. That is so weird that they're in the titles. I quite liked them. I thought they were a bit cheeky. I, I thought, thought they were actors. Like, like I, I thought they had been hired in to work behind the bar because they the staff didn't want to be on camera or for a film day. But uh, well, it was more that I think it was the Michael, not Candy, but when Kirk was talking about his tattoo and what he looked like or something, and then he was like, yeah, you need to get that, you know, that Essex swoosh and then like get a tan and all of that. And I'm like, okay. I think he's fine as he is. He's got really nice blue eyes. He does have nice blue eyes. Do you know what's literally the most distressing thing that I'll ever say publicly? His sex tape? What? I unfortunately think that if I would have, back in the day, if I would have fancied any of them, mm. not on personality, I'm talking looks. I'm Just talking look. first okay. episode looks. You're going to say Mark Wright, aren't you? No, I'm not going to say Mark Wright. It's oh. much worse than that. Is it's it, is it Ben the Bouncer? It's so much worse. Is it Argent? Yeah, it is. Again, Argent's not an unattractive man. His very personality makes looking. him unattractive. Yes, his personality yes. is But he's very classic looking, like class, classic handsome yeah. looking. Yeah, true, true. You know who also was a stunner on their first episode? He's not in this first episode. He comes in a few series later. Tommy Mallet. Uh, it, like, in, in terms of what he used to... because he yeah, had these... Spencer Pratt to me and I've never been able to see it. <laughs> I'd say he's more attractive than Spencer Pratt. But I actually probably think Kirk is the one that is is definitely the one I'd find attractive. He's a bit creepy, like as we see later on in the episode. There's a touch of the creep about him, but he seems at first mm-hmm. massive caveat less misogynistic than some of the other men. Show. Yes, I would say. Has there ever been anyone fit on Maiden Chelsea? No, the only ways I see. There have been people that people think are fit, like Dan Osborne, who is, for anyone who watches EastEnders, married to Jacqueline Josser, who's making, who's made her return as Lauren Branning. Um, also, Lewis Bloor was another one. Yes. Um, no, the Tom, what's it, with the big blue eyes, long eyelashes, Tom something. He was friends with Diags and all of that lot. Yes, yes. Also the one that's... That everyone loves Pete. Yes, uh, yes, and also the one that was is still in it, who he used to, his first girlfriend when he came on the show is now married to Rio Ferdinand. Dan, is he another Dan? Dan, yes, yes. He's another one. I well, mean, these are all... Like Kate Van Novak. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing with Pete is, he again, he's not an unattractive man. It's That's too healthy. much tan and too many tattoos. Each to their own. But it's the neck tattoos. I I just can't get over it. Isn't it? And there's just something about him that's just not right. No, it, I would I would rather pick Sam Thompson over him of that little double act. Do you know what? But thing is, it's like they they are people who are shiny on the top, and then when you really get into it and you really listen to what they say, you go, mm, "You're not good." And uh, no, 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 no. Like, don't get me wrong, the clips I saw of Sam Thompson on I'm a Celebrity 
like the ADHD representation, but mm. also thought he was quite funny in a way. But yeah. also, when you really dig down to it, they say, like, from clips that I've seen of their podcasts, mm. they're quite, like, shitty to his girlfriend. And they're quite, oh, like... Oh, um, the one from Love Island, what's her name? Yeah, Zara McDermott. Yeah. And so I, I have just have a bit of a bad... Like, there's, some, there's something about him specifically, and I've been watching all Main Chelsea... And I was watching on Main Chelsea and I was actually big he was like, terrible. I didn't like, like him that much in that. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I gave him a bit of a hard time, but there's just something about him I can't yeah. afford it that I don't like. And I didn't well, like sister either. It's a bit like no, me neither. I it's a bit like um what is his name on Maiden Chelsea who speaks French? Um oh, the listener, you'll know who I'm talking about. Currently on Maiden Chelsea. Every time a, a oh, new Miles. woman comes up, Miles. Now, Miles to look at, I was like, "Do I find him attractive?" And I thought, "Oh no, he is hot. Like I get it. Like he is attractive." But then I'm like, "He's no more attractive than who was the one that went out with Olivia Bentley before the most recent guy?" Digby. Digby. Oh, now Digby. he seems like he's really sweet. Yes, he does. But then he doesn't stay on the show because that's what happens. Yes. I'm about to talk about my top people in Maine Chelsea. Go on. Number one is James Dunmore, the one that's married Lucy Watson. I'm sorry, but he is... Oh, he's attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he also just... See, everyone was like, oh, he's boring, he's boring. I think he's boring. I think he just keeps his peace to his peace. Yeah. And that's why exactly. I think Lucy... And I like Lucy Watson. I always agree with Lucy Watson and everything that she did. And I was very much team Lucy all the time. And the fact that she likes him and is with him and is married to him, I very much team that up. Yeah, and yeah. Then I also, I always thought Andy was all right. Who's oh the guitar guy? Guitar guy. He yeah. was quite, seemed quite in touch with his emotions. Yeah, was quite cute. Like he was a singer. Um, right. Digby also enjoyed the one that Olivia Bentley's just. Was his name Tristan? Uh, yes. That That's true. the one where you look at him and you go, nah. but then when you look at him more, you go. Oh, Actually, yeah. yeah it's again to me it's unfortunately the personality oh does he not have a good personality and um, what's he called again the guy tristan tristan you know what it is and i'm just giving a psa out there Go for it. I'm putting a psa out to people who um congratulations if you're genetically blessed mm. and you're aesthetically pleasing mm. you've got to put some work in on having a bit of chat you gotta like put some work in on having a conversation yeah having a bit of career not everyone can be charismatic and charming that's fine yeah but at least have a little bit of something because yeah. let me tell you something when lady time comes around those looks are gonna fade big time and you're gonna need something more than your six-pack and your frosted tips absolutely and your veneers okay now you might be looking fresh now, but eventually you're going to look less fresh. We can't all be Gary Oldman, okay? No, we can't. Can't all be Gary Oldman. God, I we wish I was. Can't all be Denzel Washington. Some of us look rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only to the G to the H. <laughs> and they... Oh. <laughs> I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> um, no, that's that is a PSA said in jest, but no, that is my. Also, issue. Intrigued. 
also interesting. But no, that is my issue with some of the people on. That's the thing with Miles is, yeah, he has got a bit of charm, which eventually wears off. Yeah, but you compared to Digby Tristan, he's just it's a bit like wet weekend. You know what I mean? True. Uh, that that the same thing with Andy is the fact that he was also quite funny. And I yeah. also like every time that Louise fucked him over, he'd be like, fuck my life. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, I always found that funny. And also like him and Stevie. Yes. Always, like, they were always like boys, but in a nice way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There are and also the thing on that they do on made Chelsea is there's like a few lads who'll be like, Yeah, 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 musketeers, lads, 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 lads. And then Every series, you just interchange somebody out, put another one in. They go, "Oh my god, boys, boys, boys! We're like absolute yeah. boys." It's like, yeah. no, you're not. No, you're not. You just happen to be yeah. on at the same time. It's fine. Exactly, and they also will fuck each other over. Hundred percent. Digby and Andy would never do that. No, Digby and Andy. That's and that's why they're not on the show. I'm just going to mute myself because I. Use your little cough. Um, but would you like to carry on? So Arj and Mark are in the gym. But you are battling it in the throat. <laughs> Not the first time that's happened. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> anyway, when I say things about that like that, I'm like, just remember your social footprint, Nicole. Um, anyway, <laughs> digital footprint. Um, so Mark and Arch are in the gym, and they are working out on the smile. Well, actually, Mark is, and he's taking the piss out of Arch. And uh, that's the second time an arch goes, so you see Lauren. Anyway, <laughs> then we see Sam first turns up and the most riveting conversation you've ever seen in your entire life happens. Would you like to play the part of Sam first and I'll be Mark? Yes. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> play pop, <pop. laughs> All right, Mark. Oh, my God. Sam, Sam, yeah. Fancy seeing you here. Long time. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'll be Mark. Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks, babe. Oh, no, I'll see you later. <laughs> see you later. Bye. <laughs> oh, no, wait, he says, didn't I see you in Nuts magazine? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he yeah, stop it. Stop it. And then as she walks away, he turns to Archie and goes, if you've got a clothes on, I'll still wear it. I'll still wear it or something. Then Archie's like, oh, yeah, what I would do. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Horrific. Oh, Can you imagine can, can we imagine a world where Nuts magazine exists? I mean, yes. Was that wasn't that the one where Danny Dyer was the agony uncle or Nuts magazine, and someone yeah. was like, "Dear Danny, uh, <clears throat> did actually you know? Do you know what I'm actually going to do?" Yeah, I yeah. No, I, I was going to do the music for you. Oh, go on, you do the music. <laughs> Dear Danny, my name is Steve. My girlfriend has cheated on me, and I don't really know what to do and how to respond. Do you have any advice about what to do? I should do moving forward. <laughs> Dear Steve, it's me, Danny. You're right, guys. Sorry to hear about the old slag doing that to you. <laughs> My advice, son, is you get a knife, you slash up her face, and then no one else will have her. All right, love, Danny. That's essentially what it was like. <laughs> His advice was basically cut the woman up, and then no one will find her attractive. Is that, was that, are you, is that something? No, that is a true story. And I'm going to do a live fact check because now I'm like, I'm like, I'm I don't want to libel Danny. But he also did give us the gold of Tony Blair. Where is he? Probably needs his trotters up. 
David, David Cameron. Oh, sorry, David Cameron. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, Tony yeah, Blair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> because I just watched The Crown, so I've got Tony Blair in my mind. Um, yeah, to cut his ex's face 2010. Yeah. A rap, which is literally the, the year this program debuted. So it all, it all comes around. Up. It all comes around. Literally and there's also, terrible. I was thinking about a drum when isn't Dying Dying like distantly related to King Charles? No, no. Well, yeah, probably, but he's a descendant of Henry VIII. Henry VIII, that's what it was. And I remember, wouldn't he look at him and goes, oh, fucking ill. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also, do you remember that show that you did called The Wall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the advert for it. Basically, listener, The Wall, I, I haven't seen it, but from what I sense is that, like, things move on the wall. Yeah, basically. Whatever, yeah, things move on the wall and then people win prizes. And I just down at this advert of this man called Danny Dyer looking up, shouting, going, what is it what we're going to do next? He's like, oh, God, I can't cope with this. He's like, oh, no, the wall. <laughs> Danny Dyer, listeners, if you want to do a YouTube of Danny Dyer appearing on 8 out of 10 cats, does countdown. No, 8 out of 10 cats, sorry. Or you want to look at, as Nicole mentioned, Danny Dyer discovering he's related to royalty and is potentially like 500th in line to the throne. Or Danny Dyer and his entire family dressing up in Tudor clothes, um, spending the day as Tudors. Yes. That's like that's entertainment, to quote the song. Um, speaking of entertainment, Lauren and Abby get a spray tan with Amy. Sorry, were you yes. about to say something, Nicole? I was going to say, do you think that Danny Dyer wrote that column himself? As in, like, did someone just pretend to be Danny Dyer? Unclear. Anyway, let's go. Unclear, but I wouldn't be. Someone put that through editorial approval and said, yeah, slap that out. Okay. Yeah, thousands are a dark time apart. They're a dark time. Um, and then so she's getting spray tan. Then we meet Ben, the sugar hut bouncer, who looks like Mr. Potato Head on steroids. God love him. Um, and is, we is all... he the one who does the personal training? Yeah, personal training. Now that's funny. You said Mr. Potato Head <laughs> because in my notes I've said here human potato. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we get Michael and Candy, who work behind the bar. Yes. Um, as we've touched on, a lot of these scenes are what I would describe as sentences. So yeah. we then get we meet. Is this the first time we meet Harry as well? With Sam? No, we met Harry. Oh, no, he was earlier, wasn't he? Yeah, um, the picture, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we get them in the pet shop. Can't really remember why they're there. Oh, to get a pedicure for the dog. Yeah. Uh, then we see the Timberland boots with the. With the heel. With the heel. We heel. introduced to Jess, Mark's sister. Yeah. And they talk about his relationship history with Lauren. Yes. And he goes, I've been with her half my life. And I'm like, well, you're 23, so that's not half your life. And also, you're allegedly 23, because let me tell you something. I- there is a 16-year-old who just lost in the darts final who looks like a retired like Halifax branch manager. <laughs> and this man is not 23 i'm sorry and also can i just say so what made me laugh as well when we're talking about um continuity and cuts they the bit when they are in the pet shop and then it cuts jess and mark it's literally like it's as if they're mid-conversation in the pet shop and <laughs> hard cut straight to jess and <laughs> it was it was the early time they've not figured out how to edit reality tv in this way yet they had to, and then there was a bit of what, what, what? When he said to Jess, it's like losing <laughs> a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like losing a dog, really. And he's like, and <laughs> he goes, 
uh, if so, if I get back with her, I'm going to propose to her. And the Jess is like, you're going to propose to her? He's like, I'm not going to propose to her. <laughs> said, if I was to get back, if. if I was to get back to her. And then we find, we get the introduction of the word vajazzle. Now let me tell you about vajazzles. Surely, surely, surely that would cause a UTI. That's got to cause some sort of, yeah, irritation for sure. Irritation for sure. I need to know, is that eyelash glue that's being used down there? Because that is going to cause ingrown hairs is my third point on that. Yeah. Because obviously that's going to be pushing whatever's going to be coming up, do you know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like... (laughs) How strong is the adhesive? What if a, you know, gemstone got lost in your gemstone? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> or something that's trying to be pushed up is not, you know, knocks a few bits off. You know what I'm saying? Does it? And also, if, if that is the case with that scenario, yeah. If you've got, because some were in a sort of diamond formation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some, I believe, took more creative routes. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe a like, rainbow. So made, I, I do, but I can remember that. I swear, I swear that someone got a dog. I swear that someone got a dog. Some people yeah. definitely did some weird designs. And yeah. also her, Amy, God love her, trying to tell us that honey, the vajazzle came from L.A., I can't imagine your Kyle Richards et al. popping down to the local beauticians to get a vajazzle. I feel like I could. Do you? Don't they discuss it on Vanderpump Rules? Maybe. Because side- th- those people, yeah. The real housewives, absolutely not. No. I also, side note, uh, Stacey yes. is 11 cousins with Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Wow, is she doing that claim to fame or is Gypsy Rose? (laughs) (laughs) I do believe it is her. So we go, so we get uh, Lauren and Abby shop for a birthday outfit. Some of the camera work here was honestly nauseating. Like (laughs) they were pulling in and out like it was an advert for Alton Towers. It was just terrifying. <laughs> this is absolute motel rocks. Yeah, soundtracked by that song. I can teach you a thing or two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can like, teach you. you know that one. Haven't even spoken about the soundtrack. The soundtrack is think. fantastic. There was um, there was uh, what do you call it? The streets at the start. Yes. With Mark Ronson and yeah. Lily Allen, yeah. which I had to. This is why I'm watching this episode because a, I thought it was half an hour. And I left myself off now to watch it. And B, <laughs> I also looked up the Lily Allen music video where she pretends to be Jessica Rabbit. Oh, um, yeah. Plan B is in it as well. He's in it as well? Plan B. You know him? Yes. Yes, I remember Plan B. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That is a blast from the past. And there's also, and then obviously Robin that we played at the start. Um, yeah. Great. There's a great playlist on here. It's a great playlist, <laughs> listeners. Get in touch if you want to know more. Exactly. Um, <laughs> then we get to the Kirk and Ben PT stuff, but then we get to the vajazzle itself. I'd like to know how much money did Amy Childs make from the number of people that came in for vajazzles? Also, well, that, and also, can we just talk about the fact that she is literally wearing an Anne Summers beautician? <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. It is literally, that is Anne Summers. I wonder if she actually works in that shop. Like, obviously, she's a qualified 
beautician person but when i'm giving her that benefit of the doubt but i feel like they found a beauty shop and were like plonked her in it for the purposes of filming i also wouldn't put it past her to wear an answer (laughs) (laughs) well because don't no absolutely not but also don't forget later on she sets up in her garage she does that which well now here's the thing did does she like run a beauty salon from her house like a lot of musicians do and did during Mm. the time then they were like oh she's a beautician right can't run it can't be filming this in her fucking garage (laughs) let's rent her a space yeah yeah let's buy her an outfit from Anne Summers this will do whack her in that and a push-up bra yeah it's good to go do you know what the reverse though is true for when i did a fancy dress costume as a chef i actually bought professional (laughs) chef's trousers (laughs) (laughs) from a shop in manchester that says work sells work uniforms and that's the kind of women we are (laughs) they were teflon covered and everything they were functional they were functional for the job I didn't have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I commit, I commit. <laughs> Call me Daniel Day Lewis, um, which somebody once did actually. We won't go oh, into that. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's because I had an earring on that was like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, then we go to Mark and Arj watch shopping. He didn't. He didn't pay for that watch. First of all. Secondly, so, the way he walked in and went, all right, Jimbo. <laughs> Said, God bless Jimbo. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I know. But he, he did also... not want to be on camera. <laughs> and Jimbo only shook Mark's hand. He didn't <laughs> even acknowledge Arge was there. I was like, okay, that's a bit rude. Come on, Jimbo. Come on, Jimbo. Don't be like that, Jimbo. Come on. Mark, Mark's Samson ringtone when Lauren called was also hilarious. It was like... It was just a weird, like, Game Boy ringtone. Also, can I just say, he pointed at one, <laughs> he pointed at one of the watches and said, that's the nuts, that watch. <laughs> nuts magazine sponsors this episode. <laughs> yes, seriously, that's the nuts. That is the nuts, that one. Nuts, oh, that Jimbo, it come like, over. Oh, this watch you've ever seen, it's a disgusting watch. Do you know what I actually overheard yesterday, not yesterday, sorry, on New Year's Eve in the pub, I heard um, a group of older gentlemen talking about their Rolex watches and looking after like high-end watches, the maintenance. And one of them went, well, the thing is, right, you're probably best off taking it to Rolex direct. But the thing is, that's going to cost you a bag of sand, eh? (laughs) Sand? I thought I will be using that quite. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, we need to start like working this work out. I'm saying this for 2024. We're working in sort of South London, Essex. I'm saying that's the nuts much more in my life. <laughs> bag of saint. And that's your bag of saint, that is. And then he paid £700 for a blazer that honestly looked like something from Jane Norman. <laughs> Oh, where is Jay Norman? I would not be shocked if I saw a Jay Norman bag rock up on one of these shows. No, a little, the, the blue carrier bag, turquoise carrier bag with the black font and the yeah, rope, rope that, that was the bag of the day. Bag <laughs> of the day. 
you weren't anyone unless you're a little Jay Norma bag. <laughs> you that you've got from your mum, basically. Exactly. Then so, we oh, go on, sorry. I was gonna say, so wait, hold on, where are we? We're so, at Amy yeah. and Kirk having their allegedly professional meeting at Sugar Heart. Yes. And then oh, and then there's a bit there's a bit where uh, he goes, you and you and Amy, if you could tell you you Amy, sorry, Amy and what's the fucking Sam. name? Sam. Dress the same, set up. Later on, they couldn't be dressed more different. <laughs> I know, yeah. But... If you could say dress the opposite of this person. <laughs> Exactly what happened. But also when he said, I'll get to look at you all night and then and then you work for me. And I thought, like, oh. And also my. goes, all places should have heart. Um, my, <laughs> one of my favourite moments was this girl group rehearsal where I'm just going to give you a well, demonstration. When this this girl group Layla, who honestly, I think we see them again at some point through the series or a version of it. But honestly, like, so they're coming into the scene. I can't remember what song they were playing, so I'm just gonna pick from another iconic girl band, Girls Aloud. And he walks in and he goes, This is them rehearsing, right? I'll get it to the vocals. So they're singing. And Mark walks in. You're alright. You good? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. As well, actually. Yeah. You alright? Yeah. So anyway, what? What did you say? What? The whole time they're at max volume, and he's trying to speak to them. <laughs> like, like Taylor's singing like jealousy, jealousy, or something like that. And there's, but like the thing is, like, be like. Just to be like, you're right. How's it got jealousy, jealousy? What are you talking about, Mark? What are you talking about? Jealousy, jealousy. <laughs> she kept going straight back into the song, like every time, whilst also having an argument with him. That was so funny. Jealousy. No, you're not even imagining, Mark. Jealousy. What, what are you doing here, Mark? Jealousy, jealous. Well, no, because I work in the music industry. Yeah. No, you're not going to be our manager, Mark. Jealousy, jealousy. <laughs> I've run nights all over the West End. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Didn't tell me that for. Oh, well, you never asked. <laughs> I run nights all over the West End. What a good comment. Listen, I love you now. Whenever, I've got, whenever I don't have an answer to something, I'm going to be like, I run nights all over the West End. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about me. Well, you never asked. <laughs> Then we see Amy and Sam in the pub, and Amy tells her about them work, Kurt going to work at Lauren's party. Sam reveals that she snogged Mark somewhere, and that apparently he makes out basically that it's like she's chasing him. Well, that's what she thinks Lauren thinks when actually it's Mark that initiates. And then they ask about Amy mentions, Did you hear apparently Essex girl is in the dictionary? And I can confirm that. And it is a noun, derogatory, informal. A brash, materialistic young woman of a type supposedly found in Essex or surrounding areas in the southeast of England. I just say, don't say that this show doesn't teach us about culture. Yep. It's a time period as well. It's a period piece. Yeah, it's a time capsule. 
it is a time capsule and it's also it's talking about classism as well because really they have a discussion about how it is derogatory and how it shouldn't be derogatory yes exactly and really it's discussion about class it is a discussion about class. dictionary yeah it's very much looking down on the on essex yeah, because as she says, if that if that was somebody from Essex saying it, it'd be like, all right. But you know, if it's someone from like Manchester, Glasgow, or somewhere, then that's not all right. Highbrow conversations. Highbrow I'm... conversation. Speaking of highbrow conversations, we move swiftly through Kurt getting a tattoo, and finally the Queen arrives. Nanny Pat, rest in peace. Wait, 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 wait. Sausage Plat, go on. I just need to say two things about before we move on to Sausage Plat, Nanny Pat. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, is Kirk A pretending to be in pain when he's getting his tattoos on? Yeah, and also that he did is not. That, he did that he didn't intend it A to look like Amy and B in every conversation he prefaces it with being like, oh, like, I didn't, like, apparently people keep saying to me, looks like Amy. It's like, yeah, because you keep prefacing it before they've had a chance to breathe with, apparently, it looks like Amy. <laughs> He goes, he, he, can I just say, he doesn't commit to any one of his fans, like, not fantasy, what's the word? What's the word when it's like hypothetical wives mm-hmm. or girlfriends? Even when he goes, I'll only get it tattooed on my, on my ring finger when um, I get married. But then also when I have my second wife, what? <laughs> He's not going to like that. And I was like, you can't even commit to your first hypothetical imaginary <laughs> wife. You literally have to, you're thinking about your second hypothetical imaginary wife. To quote that song, he's moving on up now. Um, So then Nanny Platt arrives for the sausage plat, or Nanny Pat, not Platt. She's doing his ironing, which becomes a recurring theme in this program. She turns up to do chores for her grandchildren. Because I was actually thinking, his house is quite clean. He's cleaned his house. And I was thinking, Nanny Pat. Definitely Nanny Pat or his mum. Yes, whose name I cannot remember. Is it Jackie? No. It's something along those lines. Something along those lines. There's also a bit where, like, can I just say, when he receives a phone call from Lauren? Yes, I'm actually a bit annoyed with you. I'm actually a bit annoyed with you. Um, And also, because, like, he's not got... My kettle was going off this time, so I'm not sure what this conversation was about. (laughs) What I did think about was the fact that he had his top off, and considering he has such a great arch... I'm not. I'm no one to speak. I'm no one to he's, judge. He's, he's not vying for the cover of men's health. No, 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 no. He's listen. A theme that I was going to say that I found really interesting that having rewatched it is more prev- more seems more prevalent than maybe it did at the time, which is the amount of male body image masculinity like the shaming around it and putting people down who don't look like a quintessential Essex man which as we've discussed is tan teeth and tuft of hair Uh, (laughs) yeah it's basically the words of the community teeth and tits and as you say, like he obviously, as he's alleging in that gym scene, goes to the gym, which again, that's his choice. It's but just... he is not, you know, he's no Justin Thoreau. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> or a Jeremy Allen White in that released, recently released Calvin Klein advert, which I will be uh, watching see, again. Yeah. It's not your cup of tea. Okay. He looks like a mouse. Okay, firstly, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. And secondly, 
Okay, for you then, Aaron Taylor Johnson in the Calvin Klein advert. Or Justin Theroux. I'm absolutely. Either of those. Justin Theroux the roof with Lost. <laughs> and you know what his cousin's Louis Theroux? Theroux. Oh. So he's Theroux and Justin's Theroux. Same name. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Justin Thoreau has Thoreau owned a train Thoreau, New York, to be honest. But yeah, that's true. I don't blame him. Um yeah. so then we get um Kirk showing Candy as tat. She sounded quite posh, which was interesting. I also wondered if she fancied him, but you know what? And I was also thinking, is Kirk Gurning here? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, a bit of the old. Uh, <laughs> someone let's just say did he have a couple of sugar cubes in his tea yes yes possibly that's that thought did pass my mind whilst i was waiting for possibly. the conversation so i couldn't hear conversations i was visually taking it in yes so as we touched on i think michael and candy are actors but i'll give them the due they're in the title sequence maybe they're not they are in the title sequence and yeah, i thought that they would be a bit like cheap fun yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with them other than they seem like bad actors, but no disrespect. Um we've got Universal on the guest list for Lola the Band. Yes. Uh then we've got the sequence of basically everyone getting ready to arrive or they're on the way to the party. Yeah. And then we get in the queue. You're right, honey. Um and also what I thought was funny was Jessica being <laughs> Jessica's words of wisdom before going on stage. Uh, which were she's so nervous she feels like she's getting cold and <laughs> she's like all right everyone just act like it's just you know it's gonna be fine it's gonna be absolutely fine don't look anyone in the eye <laughs> <laughs> if your family members it'll make it worse <laughs> <laughs> so what are you the Hunger Games like what are you talking about this is the worst pep talk I've ever heard don't look anyone in the eye. Especially family members. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get, this is where it, <laughs> it all starts to kick off. <laughs> the girl's gone. We all start, it all starts to kick, especially family members. <laughs> What's going to happen? Don't gonna... look anybody in the eye. Especially family members. <laughs> <laughs> Our working like clubs all over the West End. He's not right. losing a dog. What? He never asked. <laughs> he never asked. Um, all right, Mark. It's me with your sausage plate. <laughs> Can I say, Nanny Pat is a fucking natural on camera. Love her. Love it's her. How wouldn't everyone else <laughs> She takes to it like a duck towards her. Seriously. It's like lights, camera, action. A hun. Lights, camera, action. Hun. hun, they. Um, so then <laughs> during the performance, this is when Lauren starts to channel her inner Khalees. And I think she starts calling Mark a cut fitness. Yeah, she absolutely <laughs> frequently. Who and he's talking to him. And it's like, this is such, this is again another PSA of, for the episode. People, when you're in a venue with someone you recently broke up with, yeah. don't stand in their immediate eyeline 
and start chatting to and other laughing, people and, and laughing, laughing and then looking back at them and winking. And as we already heard from Jess Wright moments ago, don't look people in the eye, especially don't family members. Especially family members and people that you compare to a dead dog. <laughs> yeah. So this is such dick behaviour and he, he comes yeah, across yeah. so badly here i mean he comes across terrible in the whole episode you know the thing is the redeeming thing about mark was always his relationship with arge yes and now having yeah. what why <laughs> no because he seemed in this is what i misremember right maybe they get better as it went along but he seemed with arge it yeah. brought out the best version of him like they had a funny relationship there seemed to be a genuine friendship between them he cried when he said he was leaving like all of that stuff re-watching it I'm like oh I mean I know they're still friends now but I'm like actually was he always that nice like he yeah. spends most of the time putting him down he spends most of the time like demeaning him or making fun of him in some way and then he behaves like this I, I he was never like my favorite on the show but yeah hey. what's that thing when you fall in love with you capture a person oh Stockholm syndrome yeah it's absolutely yeah, Lauren Good just got Mark Wright syndrome for sure. But can we just talk about the absolute amazing compliment that uh, Mark gives Sam when he, <laughs> when he sees her at the club? Yeah. I'm just some long eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> they're yours. They're, they're yours. Nice. Oh, they're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then Lauren's friends trying to calm her down and saying, like, they're doing it to wind you up, and she just ignores them. And then she goes, I will never talk to that boy now. We'll never, ever talk to that boy now. And then it cuts to the fact that, spoiler for the listener, they get engaged later in the series. So that didn't last very long. Um, no, we also talk about the choreography for Lola. Yeah, t- awful. <laughs> It's literally head down, head up, walk forward, walk back. <laughs> That's it. That <laughs> is it. Seen. But also I thought you could tell, because Lauren seemed to know the words. I was like, you can tell she's had this song before and that's a sign of someone that's been out and associated with this family for a long time, that yeah. she knows the lyrics. Well, the thing is, like, I'm sorry, but like Lauren actually really does support that family quite well. Yeah, and then they ditched her like a sack of shit. Um, and then we get to the A&R people who are allegedly from Universal. And let me tell you something, listeners and Nicole. I have met people like these A&R blokes, and I've got two words for you. Con men, okay? These people... Now, this is not a disparaging, legitimate A&R people, but I have met some A&R people in my time who are basically like used car salesmen. Anyone that works the sales type, you have to obviously have that kind of like patter and some people it feels really genuine and sincere and that's why they're excellent at their job yes. and there are some, like your gcs for example yes. who's a use who sells cars that's yeah. her entryway to the show but then you get people that are not as great at their job yes and they just feel like they're telling you bullshit so it's yeah. like a real divisive in jobs like these they say what they think you want to hear and then don't it's just empty words Yes. And then there are people who are legitimately good at their job. Now, I don't know these men from Adam. So they could be like they high up in Universal now. But to me, they seem like they were told to turn up, say something nice, and then go back home. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. I do agree with that. And also, kind of say, 
I was thinking about when we were at the little Treaster, speaking of GC with the BMW. Yes. When they were like, who can explain to us? So contact us. Me and Jess had a very nice night out where we went to go and see little Treaster. And they wanted someone to explain Cheryl Cole to them. And I thought in my head, who would it have to be them to say to me, to, to you, to the audience, whoever, who is the person that you can give us the whole life story of and I will be Jabba Collins. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be a good one. And I'd be like, she started on the only way as essence. She was a car salesman. You know she did the Full Monty reality show recently? Excuse me? Yeah, what? quite, exactly. They did, so they, they do list for the listeners, I believe it's on ITV. So there's the Full Monty TV drama show based on the film, obviously, on Disney+. Plus. There has been, I think, one version of this where it's celebrities, in inverted commas, strip for charity, doing the Full Monty. Okay. Now, I think the previous one was blokes. This year, it was men and women. Oh. And one of those women was Gemma Collins. And what they do is when it gets to the actual full Monty, they obviously, the camera's behind them. So you for the men, you see their bums. But for the audience, I would assume, unless they've still got a sock on, they've taken the thong off, but unless they've still got a pouch or whatever on, they're seeing genitals. Yes. For the women, they had, like, hats that they were holding against their boobs. <laughs> yeah. And then little, I think, like, gold shorts so then when the men whipped their thong off yeah. they threw out their hats so they showed their boobs and Gemma was one of them good for you GC good for the GC she's still getting about on TV well do you know that she spent Christmas with Jedward did she she Isn't did she engaged to that ram um what's he called again Guy yeah I don't know what his name is but she spent Christmas but no sorry Jedward spent Christmas with her oh there were those Instagram stories of them in a jacuzzi together. There's Instagram stories of them singing Christmas songs. She basically, I'll tell you a different story at a different time, but yeah. some insider knowledge. But Jedwards are hanging around with their note, like non stop. Interesting. They're literally always hanging around with her. Anyway, we now cut to Lauren in a smoking area. Yeah. Of Sugar Heart. Mark is approaching. She looks pissed off. Yeah. I'm not watching spits to go ahead. Can I say, can I just say quickly before that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when Kirk and Amy have a little chit-chat about oh, yes, 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 the yes, men yes. that have approached her, and then he says, of course he said he's always like you. You've got fake boobs and you look really nice. And I was like, somewhere in there there might have been a compliment, but I feel like really it's come out as quite rude. <laughs> That's all we can hope for in life. That's all we can hope for in life to have nice boobs. Be really nice and you've got fake boobs. Fake boobs and be really nice. You've got to look inside yourself and realise that you're quite nice and got fake boobs. Thanks, honey. Um, And then, so as you said, Lauren and Mark, we have this confrontation. Lauren, where's my birthday gift? Where's my birthday present? And he's like, Oh, you're my ex-girlfriend, so I wouldn't have a birthday present for you. <laughs> Basically. Basically He basically blanked Arge the whole time, but me and Jimbo are tight. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. It's really I'll weird. That. 
it's like he's not even there actually but anyway i still spoke to him shook his hand and that um <laughs> that he... I'm going to oh, i don't want to go in there and i say what's wrong and he goes what's bad bad luck jimbo <laughs> just got some bad vibes off him um <laughs> And then, so then he, firstly, he also shushes Lauren when she tries to speak, which is really rude. And then he goes, right, now listen to me. There's two things. There's a chance that I may get back with you. Second, then he shushed her. (laughs) And then she's like, but Mark, the thing is, right. I'm trying to break away from you and I just don't need to be with you anymore. And then he goes, listen carefully. If you don't want to ever be with me again, walk away right now. And then that's when we get the... Next time, Denise Van Outen chapter comes in. So I'm going to guess, given what we know and what we've seen of this programme, she doesn't walk away. Or I also wonder if he was thinking she would and was basically being like, oh, I'm going to say this, but I bet she'll walk off. And then she called his bluff by not. I think she does walk away if he loves it. Maybe. He loves it. He loves the drama of it. He loves, he does, he tells the drama, yes. Also, the thing that we should say about Towie and to give the production, the cast, the team their due is they turned these episodes out and I think they still do on quite a tight turnaround. So there was a point where they were doing two episodes a week, but it would be like they'd film earlier in the week and they'd put an episode out at the end of the week or they'd film over a weekend and put it out early at the week. And that is nothing to sniff at. So it meant all the storylines were live. And it wasn't like, say, other reality shows I won't mention on British television, where it's filmed months prior. And we already know, like, this person's split up. This one's having a baby. This person's left the country. Like, so it's not as interesting. Yeah. And then you could see, especially in the more recent ones, them have a live reaction to, say, especially now social media is more involved with it, and be like, Listen now, hun, I saw you was on IG, yeah, posting the story with Pete because it happened earlier in the week and then you get it in the next episode. And when it gets to Towie Live. Yes. Which, yeah. listeners, if you can access that wherever you are, because we, for some reason, some reason ITVX don't want to let us have that, which is odd, but hey-ho. It- and again, the soundtrack, just to re- just to give you little snippets, listeners... We've got we've got obviously old uh, Robin on here. We've also got listeners. This classic. Hold the line. Hold the line. We've also got this classic. <laughs> now, listeners, if you don't know the work of Tiny Temper, let me introduce you. So it's Frisky featuring Labyrinth, who you may know from Don't the Euphoria soundtrack. So if I hurt your feelings, don't blame it all on me. I just can't stop the feelings. Nothing else to say. And now they're here to stay. So if I hurt your feelings, don't take it the wrong way. It's just because I'm. Oh, la 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 la, la 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 la, oh la 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 la, la la la. Frisky. So that's one tune. 
That's true. I'm thinking I should have got tickets to the girls' loud tour because when they were like going through all the girls' loud songs, oh yeah, like tune, 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 tune. They are bangers, aren't they? Yeah, I know. I should have got. I wonder if there's still tickets. I'm gonna look at it now. Then I think we also get this. This one, this is great. There's a song that's playing. There's a song playing underneath Lauren talking, and I think it's this. She said, "Love you, boy, I love you so." She said, "Love you, baby, oh, 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 oh." She said, "Love you more than words can say." She said, "Love you, baby." Well, you know what? Speaking of girls allowed, Nicole, yeah. let's just give it up for the girls allowed for delivering us this absolute tune. I'm just in love with you. Is that what you're gonna put on? It might be if I remember to share screen. Oh my god, is that actually what you're gonna put on? <laughs> Ladies, you're damn right. Let's see if she's right. Yeah. Yeah. Got five back. Let's go. Eskimo. Listeners, if you know it, get ready. Wherever you are. Put your hands up and say with your legs. And what? Shout out to those girls. Oh my god, how weird is it that I started singing that and that's when you put on? Or were you gonna put on something different? No, that was what I was going to put on. We're in sync, listeners. We're in sync. Now, speaking of in sync, not in sync, we would like to just talk on at the end here because there's been a lot happening in the Bravo sphere. But there has been one thing that I will say has shaken all of our worlds in this here Bravo sphere. police their hands outside the door. Because it knows what we're about to talk about. It knows what we're about to talk about. And what we are to talk about is Nicole. Yeah. I was trying to think of a classical piece of music that I could play. And I did not get to that. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to get... We can put this... We can put the... What is it? CSI? <laughs> yes. Oh, you don't... You worry. I'm going to get that up. Here we go. What I'm going <laughs> to... Literally creased out when I was trying to fall asleep last night. Let's see if that probably creased now. Was dim, let's go, girls. <laughs> and I was just thinking about any time that we're ever sad or we ever just go feel like a really shit. 
Let's go, girls. Did what's the other one he does? Mary, did you know? Mary. It's seven dollars for Denise Richards and all your hands. Um, Seven dollars for Denise Richards bundle on OnlyFans. You know, listeners, it's time. Let me, you, let me ask you, Denise, who charges more, you or your daughter? Um, we are about to enter Close. a segment that we like to call. Excuse me. <laughs> This is my excuse. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The finale. The finale. Look, this is going to be a short one because we've kept you. Dear listeners, I've got in the car. I would have turned up in about half an hour. So... <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, 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 from the GOAT subtitle, subtitles, subtitles, saying, hey, bitch, <laughs> to Monica's card declining because she didn't Ooh. turn on making an international purchase. So the which, produ- card? which says to me card. she's not made one purchase since she's on been that there. card, 100%. Yeah. The producer saying, just go in to I strip lighting. Hey. Do you think that was staged? It feels a bit odd that they were just loitering around the landing. It does. I think it's a bit of cheesy acting going on. A little bit cheesy acting. Don't quit your day job, team. The strip lighting attached to the tables at dinner to make it look like a triangle. (laughs) The dramatic counter that we had on screen. Heather luring her in to her web by going, so it had nothing to do with it being the truth. Oh, Monica taking the fur coat and rug off when Heather started. Bit like that was she was giving us soap stars. What this show was giving us, listeners, soap. It was giving us telenovela. It was giving us reality premiere platinum tier. It was. It was content. It was a point where I paused it because it was getting a bit too much. It was a lot of information that they yeah. were asking us to digest at the same time. Reality yeah. Vontees, never heard of. Now I'm obviously <laughs> going to be Googling say, like mad. Can I just say, the moment where Heather goes, she is Reality Vontees, is when every single person watching that went, <laughs> Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? <laughs> And also, don't kill me, um, listeners, but I've not watched all of Roll Sick. I've only been watching the last series and a bit of the series before, and don't kill me. Mm. But I um, thought, oh no, who's this reality Montees person? Have I missed something? Is that someone that's been tormenting for ages, but little did I know, no one knew who it was. No one knew who they were, and you know what? Don't worry, sweet up, because they're going to tell you the whole information that you need. Yes. In this episode, yes, the extensions blowing in the wind on the beach. We wow. could see the clippings. The con of this woman getting on the show that she has been trolling. How did the production not figure this out? Production, did you know? Production, um, did you know? Well, 
Um, but this is the thing. It's like, how did they not, or did they know? Or did they know and they let it play out? They let it play out, which would be genius. Well, that would be that would be the opposite of Scandaval, which would be where they where they claim they did not know at all. They thought some things were a bit weird, but they did not know until Ariana called them and was like, "This is going down." Yeah, because they'd stop filming. But I then, wonder, if, like Monica said, it to get on the show. Possibly, maybe, or maybe she said she knew stuff about the women from Jen or something. Yeah. As but the thing is, the fact her entry weight is I was the federal witness testifying against Jen Shah, that's sort of her ticket on already. Yes. Then the fact that she said, I would do that shit all day. I also <laughs> want to know, yes, she and also she did the classic Agatha Christie slash crime thing of already saying she'd done it. Yes. By saying to Heather, oh, I don't know. I mean, who could have done it here? Yeah, I wouldn't believe Meredith. I mean, I'd, I mean I'd be the person that would do it. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That'd be me. I did that all damn day. All the yes. damn day. I want to know who is the bleeped out friend that Heather said she sent all the info to, because she obviously got Dre of, of Beauty Lab and Laser to look into these three monikers, yes. and then she sent all this information from Tanisha, who by the way never heard of until this episode, never seen nor heard of, and we won't be seeing or hearing from her again after Monica um literally like placed her in front of the bus and then got behind the wheel and ran over her yes exactly <laughs> do we think more people have come into this that we are aware of well she seems to be setting the scene at the end of this episode and in the reunion tease for the fact that a reality teases more than one person b yeah. maybe some of these women have given some tidbits to the account yes and c that maybe I because I'm thinking how if Heather and Monica are suing each other, how does that work from a legal standpoint with them filming? Yes. But why would they drop someone who Vulture called Rookie of the Year? Yes, I know. Why, I don't drop her? Why? I don't think they would drop her. So how would they then film? And then if they're positioning then Heather as being the person to unravel all of this as like the number one opposite her, yeah. then how are they going to film together also how are they going to film when this woman has trolled allegedly these women for like four years just practically i'd like to unless they bring in some other people from reality volunteers so here's the thing this is what i think will happen go on hit us with your theories his theories i think monica's gonna drag everyone in and be like you're just that was me because yeah. i think it might be like look you've all said things into this yeah now. yeah you've all said these things i've got proof of it like literally there's proof on this account so we're all mm. as each other we've all said things to each other and done this stuff and i think that i think angie's done potentially a bit more than everyone else yeah got- i don't know those i wouldn't say those screenshots were damning or other damning. than but in terms of like you say her sending anything in but although she was hearting stuff or whatever but I think you're right probably she will argue yeah okay I ran it with these other people and I was a troll but you're all as bad as I am what information has she got on those people because she might be like well I'll release this and then she's done with me well yeah exactly maybe that's how she's talking about it because I'd be thinking if I had sent stuff in which I I just wouldn't do that but if I was I would immediately be thinking shit I'd be immediately thinking shit. 
And then, but then what I would do is do the moniker of say it all at the top of the thing go, you know what, guys, fuck it. Like, actually, I sent in a thing about you, Heather. I sent in a thing about Lisa because you were both being really mean to me. So I thought, fuck them. That's all you've got on me. Different rooms there. You went with honesty and (laughs) and I went with discredit it. Yeah. I mean, you know why it's because they they yeah, love it when yeah. i was well i was reading a thing with shout out to vulture who does some great work on this yes. is they were saying her formula that worked is in the same breath that she'd be stitching other people up she'd be putting all her own stuff out there so it almost makes What's her like do? teflon because you're like oh okay well she's saying this shit but also she's putting her own stuff out there so you do that to get the heat off you exactly exactly it's all just one person then and well because the thing is i was like i wonder if it i would i wouldn't be surprised it's hard hard to believe her because she obviously lied to her teeth but i wouldn't be surprised if it is more than one person because in order to do all of that and manage it but then you know dumois is still one person like I don't know but then other people like your gossip bloggers like your Perez Hilton's obviously they employ a team but Dumois which I know is a grey area some people think that's adjacent to trolling because how much of it's true a bit more ethical but I could be naive and thinking that yeah I don't think it's like just uh I don't think it's in the same way that she's also that that Monica's argument is she only ever did stuff about Jen and when she was like, I don't think basically trolling some trouts is the same as defrauding the elderly, but sure. True, but I also think that like Whitney had a very good point of the fact of like, okay, so you might not post stuff about us, but you are aware of the stuff that we're being Yeah, written. you co-signed it, exactly. Okay. I know, and also as that legal precedent called joint enterprise, which for any local viewers will know was recently uh explained in exposition in eastenders which um is uh where you know if you drove if you're planning to rob a bank and one of you drove the car and another one bought the petrol to i mean i don't know if it goes that far but another one was a lookout even though you didn't actually rob the bank and maybe shoot up the bank manager exactly so she's still is responsible because she could have stopped it or she could have alerted them to it or something and she chose not to apparently, um i haven't listened to it but apparently the bravo docket go into quite a lot of dodgy dealings with monica's yes it's excellent i would i would recommend that all the i think it's like in a high double figures of money she owes on various things and like they mentioned about the different names thing, which listen, everyone's entitled to change their name. Shout out to Rachel Levis. Um, but you know, like that shouldn't be held against her. But it seems like the name change is a way to like circumvent stuff. True, true. Um, so predictions for the reunion. What are they? I don't like the burn book. That's a bit cringe. The burn book's cringe. Also, with all due. Monica, what the hell's her name? Not Monica. Um, somebody on the Real Housewives of Potomac whose name I cannot remember and I feel terrible, but got into an altercation with another cast member and then basically didn't come back after the reunion. Um, oh, uh, with a binder. Mer, mer, mer. 
Monique, Monique, that's Monique. what I'm saying, Monica. Monique did a binder and no one has done the binder work better since. I'm sorry, but they haven't. I don't need your Costco A1 printouts. I don't need your terrible, like, brainy Canon 500 prints of your photos. I don't need a burn book. No. Just just say whatever you need to say. But I, I think she's going to dob some more people in it. I think she was saying she said a line to Heather about well done for finally telling the truth for once, which implies she knows some things that maybe Heather has not told the truth about. So whether yes, true, but this, that's that's why I'm like it's it's sort of how much do you take what she says with a pinch of salt? But I think she's gonna try and dobs and other people in and i think she's going to do which again shout out to vulture who in the countdown of rookies put sigh as relatively high i think in the top five but they were saying because although in her actual season she wasn't nice to things like jessel and blah 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 she did a really she played the reunion well yeah. by coming in and having a bit of humility and apologizing and some self-awareness yeah. which might mean we'll get a nicer version of her in the next series maybe but so i wonder if she will come in and try to be like what's the best way i can play this that i give some level of transparency and honesty but i also come back for next season yeah um and then i do need monica back because then this shows what she's capable of exactly she because she is she said some of the lines she said as horrible where they were did make me laugh some of them uh, angie k please don't bring her back unless she's gonna get bobbed oh, in it i like angie k she was asleep for most of this episode until she got rebooted and then went she i did like when they were like cut to her and they go Angie Katsanavis allegedly in the Greek Mafia and it was her like floundering on a pool float trying to get in it. I don't the thing with Angie is you do you do need like a Cynthia Bailey type figure in the balance of someone who isn't averse to confrontation but doesn't necessarily contribute huge amounts. That's minimizing Cynthia in the sense of she did have a marriage and a divorce on the show and some other stuff and another divorce um but so i don't have a would i have preferred angie the other angie not now we know more about her probably not but in terms of what they gave to the show i mean angie k katsanavis did stand there and let jen throw a glass of champagne over her um which i would have maybe liked to have seen a bit of fire there but i i wouldn't mind if she came back but maybe as a friend because what would her what would her storyline be? Uh, yeah. Hey. Good question. That's the thing. Whereas I think like with Lisa, you've got okay, her now obviously Jack who was ill on his mission and was in hospital, but is now out of hospital. I think like you've got Lisa adapting to like her son being away. You've got Heather obviously all of this you've got meredith probably trying to refigure out how she fits in the group when people didn't believe her so then she's got something you've got mary possibly not coming possibly coming back as a friend possibly not 
I mean, she could go, to be honest. I, I don't... I don't miss her not being in the last few episodes, to be honest. No, true. I do kind of wish that she is funny though when she's there. That's what I can't work out with her. Is sometimes she's funny for being genuinely funny, and then she's just also horrible. And then like, and then Whitney, yeah, rude, exactly. And then Whitney, I guess, has got, I don't know, that thing with her. It's going to be probably a repeat of this series, to be honest. Like her marriage, the work-life balance, like all of that stuff. Unless she maybe launches a business, um, or again, other business, or there's something to do with her jewelry line, like a business thing. But if I ask myself, what's Angie's story? Because Sean does not want to be on camera. That is for sure. That is for sure. That is for sure. So unless we got more of her dad. I I love seeing stuff about like the Greek culture and like yeah, her, learning cute. about her mom and her parents and like you know and I like to see them at the salon. So there's I, I wouldn't be averse to her coming back, but I just I'm like what would she? They would need to figure out what her story is, and there's no harm in giving her another chance as a full housewife. And then if it's a dud, get rid. Dud, <laughs> get rid. Um, I think or that Tanisha to come and work at the salon, doesn't it? Get Tanisha a job because it's. I wonder why Tanisha finally caved. I think that's great. I think that Monica and Tanisha have had a falling out. I think that all the fame of being on Salt Lake has gone to Monica's head. She's now ignoring Tanisha. Yeah, so because Heather said, "Oh, it's you had a crisis of conscience," but I think it's as you said. She probably. Or maybe like Heather was really putting the pieces together and just like, look, I know it's you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely go for you or you're going to tell me if it's Monica as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of also, they've got to, Bravo, I'd imagine, have to walk a fine line of not seemingly rewarding a troll. True, because otherwise there's going to be lots more trolls that come up in that place. And then someone was saying this on a podcast about how they think that um, where there's too much power in the hands of social media now. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'd agree. That's the thing. So now it's kind of like they are thinking, like, how can Housewives get the power back again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe, may, I mean, I don't know, you can't necessarily take away their social media, but you know how in Love Island UK this year, they weren't allowed to have their social media pages run for them by family members or friends oh really because mm, previously i think they'd had claims leveled of like oh well people seem to get further even though the general public opinion wasn't necessarily like lined up with the social media or you know some people would have a much more active social media following because their parents or a friend or whatever or well, maybe even if they're a publicist would be running their account and being very active and some people wouldn't and that's like an un- unfair advantage so this most recent series they said that there'd be no social media activity while they were in the house yes. and whether that made any difference or not and so whether you could say that while filming or something yeah, they're yeah. not allowed to use social media i don't know but it's true because even like you know we're just looking at the towie from uh like 2010 and the difference in that compared to now is partly because people refer to their fights on social media or yes. they refer to like and i'm sure people get cast on 
because I don't know if they do it for reality, but and American listeners get in touch. I don't know if we do it here, but like people have Q ratings where you know they'll get the higher the Q rating, the more popular they are basically with an audience, and they do that by like exposing them to I think to like group you know what do you call them like groups where oh my god they just had one of the focus groups thank you yeah focus groups and so then they'll go okay this is their q rating is whatever the numbers are and i just wonder if they do that with reality tv because monica has a has the potential to be quite a good pantomime villain yes but do you go on no go on sorry People are very split. People are very like neutrals are on the start, and other people are like, mothers. no. Oh, she, she, I, because, and Heather has a line about, you know, your behavior was familiar. Like, mm. and we, and, it, and it's true because she came on and she was big and bold and like, uh, what's the word? I can't think of it now, but more than just being big and bold and the stuff with the mum and you kind of like I can sort of see why she's a bit like that and all of that you know and her mum Linda LD Millionaire is an interesting character but and like you know she's raising four children like on her own and obviously became a parent relatively young and like she isn't as wealthy as some of the others and so there's loads of stuff that like connects her with the audience already and she, she didn't need to do the no. rest of it, her personality, if her- it is her actual personality, oh. <laughs> like is engaging and fun and funny. And you'd be like, oh yeah, well, I'd go for a couple of cocktails with her. Don't yeah. know if I tell her my darkest secrets, but I would I go for a drink with her. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excuse me, podcast is seen legless on the streets of Salt Lake City. <laughs> Oh, well, well, hang on <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely give me the chance <laughs> if anyone wants to fly us over business class let us know um but there were some also just some great lines which we had a conversation offline about whether some of them were written by producers or if they came up themselves like you got that's how you know i'm telling the truth i have your perfect formula receipts timelines screenshots fucking everything to prove that you are fucking hang on my thing to fucking bully and a fucking troll and you do not deserve to be at this table or anywhere near any of us for the way you've treated us you're done with as nicole fantastically did their punching sound effects after each item on the list and then later on we also got um i've had to ride hard for her and i've had to lie for her we're not gonna do it again with you pack your bags and go and then um lisa goes what <laughs> what goes, oh my no no sorry no it's the other way around meredith goes what and then lisa goes oh my god <laughs> what? oh my god and whitney obviously already knew yeah, hundred percent. I think she sort of implied that when she was on a Watch What Happens Live. Oh. I think. Well, if I'm remembering correctly, Whitney Rose get in touch with us if I'm getting it wrong. But yeah. it seemed like she sort of because I think they'd made it clear that we the truth would be revealed in the series about the black eye. Yeah. And then I think he said to her, "Did you know the truth though before that moment?" And she was sort of like, "Yeah, I, yes, basically." But good for her for keeping it secret. Yeah, true. 
And also, what was the thing I was going to say? I was going to say something about something. Hold on, bear with me. What was I going to say? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's going far. So about the black. Oh yeah, the reenacting, not the reenacting, but the when they showed the clip of when she first got the black eye, and then it was like, and Meredith was like, understandably, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then Jen Shaw was like, oh yeah, we just did you don't know? Yeah, we've just got oh, to get yeah, our story straight. What? And we thought, <laughs> uh, we thought, you know, we gotta, we gotta, um, we gotta tell. I thought it was interesting that she went, we gotta tell. And then she went, we've got to ask Meredith. Yeah. It. it was like, she said, we've got to ask. Anyway, it, it was very revealing in the sense, like, it sounded like she was trying to cover, but it sounded like yes. she was, you know. And it, well, and it makes you wonder. I well, I will see at the reunion what, yeah. but your union reunion reunion predictions. Um, like I said before, I think that we're going to find out that more people had more things involved. Yeah, and I think that she's going to drag them all down with her. But I don't yeah. know if it's going to be that great. I think she's I hope they don't hype it up. Yeah, I, I hope they don't yeah. hype it up. I no, hope they don't. We don't need another like hype up Vanderpump rules reunion and then it's like wah wah. But what I thought was interesting was it didn't feel like they showed a lot of the reunion considering right. it was only three parts. So then I feel like there will be some juicy stuff in there. Yeah, maybe they're doing a bit of reverse psychology. They're underselling it. Yeah. But like under, under they're hyping it up but under revealing, exactly. which is maybe the better combination. Yeah. Um, well, I believe you've got an avocado or avocado. I've got, avocado. I've got an avocado, but our living room is cold or like concerned as to why it's getting so chilly in here. Um, oh. I've got an avocado on the way. Well, I'd, it's, um, but what I will say, listeners, is we will um, be back soon. I'd just like to quickly touch on for anyone that's watched it. Um, is Paris in Love, which I watched oh. the first series of and I watched yeah. another one. And let me just say, if you didn't think Kathy was mm. Chucky reanimated before, yeah. Yeah. this woman is A W F U L, and I don't know why. Do you know what? I was literally watching that Netflix documentary about camp, teenage camp from hell, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, Provost. Because it all came out because of Paris Hilton doing that like, documentary about her oh, camp yeah. and stuff. And I was like, do you know what, actually? It's all coming together now that Kathy Hilton is a bit of a heathen. She's, I mean, she does, there's some scenes where they speak to a therapist and yeah. she does sort of, you do wonder, I think it all starts with Big Kath, which yeah. for Big Kath probably all starts with somebody else before yeah. her. Yeah. But, but someone, I heard someone else explain it on a podcast and they were like, the fact that she's the older sister, her two younger sisters, mm. actor, child actors, and they gained success as adult actors. Kyle obviously set up the agency with Mauricio. So, like, she's making her own money. Kim's making her own money acting. What's Kathy doing? Yeah. Yes, she's doing important stuff in terms of raising her family and I'm sure helping Rick with business, you know, like, with the, but obviously they're not part of the Hiltons, technically. Like, Hilton business yeah so other than living in the ritz carlton or whatever it is in new york 
yeah. I'm not like I, I wonder if that's part of it so she's sort of like her pride in her work is her children yes who <laughs> don't necessarily want to be around her yeah 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 so, and it's interesting like even though she says to Paris like she'll say things like you're an unusual person which might be like a compliment but then she'll say you know you're like an alien you're just like you're not from this planet you're very strange and Paris is like thanks (laughs) like she's like what am I supposed to do with that and Uh Nikki Hilton seems like pretty grounded in like in the context but seems to get both sides and she's like I get why my mum might feel like this, but equally, but it's fair enough that because you know she's had two children via surrogate. Well, didn't she tell? Didn't she like not tell? She told nobody until it was born. Yep. So yeah. they met it after, yeah. like it was a few, like a week old or a few days old. Then she so... had a second one ten months later, and again, she they knew it was happening, but she was like, "I'm still again going to keep it to myself." When because she but um, whereas Kathy was like I'd like to be part of doing the nursery and blah 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 and I could and then but she said she was saying like she did these testimonials where obviously she wasn't doing that voice she was doing her own voice for most of them but she was saying like things like she'd heard she had a diary where she used to write everything in when she was growing up and she overheard her mum and her friends reading it and laughing about it and making fun of her and so she was like yeah. you know there's I think there's a lot of that sort of stuff and then the fact that like you know Kathy's argument was that sending her that school like they didn't know how to handle she was so out of control whatever that means but then <coughs> she but I don't think that's an excuse to abduct your child in the middle of the night <laughs> you know just say sorry you're going to this school now <laughs> and then and then drop them off like don't have them abduct and she doesn't I still don't think she quite understands how traumatic just that must have been Mm. then the fact that the the girl was abused while she was there in all senses of the word and like you can see that she's they don't want to put a finger on themselves no and it and then but she she seems like one of these people where maybe I've got it wrong but if you're her friend she's like has your back like Mm. she's got your back Mm. but with her and she clearly loves her sister and like obviously loves her parents but Mm. I you can see why she finds it really hard to talk and then and then she when she wrote her book which she's put out which I've downloaded the audio book for and she had revealed in that about that she was trigger warning raped at the school and her mum was more annoyed that she had to find out about it through social media. And her sister was like, you know, I do sometimes wish that she felt like she could share these things with us and that we knew about them from her and we could hear directly from her how she feels rather than I learn about my sister was assaulted in a press outlet. So she was doing it from the perspective of I would rather have been able to help her like no in talk to her about it directly rather than say but then they do have a conversation which is really but hers wasn't about herself it was more about i wonder why she feels like she can't tell us yeah yeah rather rather than like i would tell you to be like i must be not i must be causing her to like not be able to yeah exactly because i think they have quite a close relationship but then kathy's was just like you know 
I had to learn it through here. And like, it was all about that. It wasn't about, are you not hearing what she's saying about the fact she got sexually assaulted? Yes. And I bet it'd be more like you made the family look bad. Well, and you know what she said? And she said as well, she's that classic awful trope people say where she was like, you know, putting yourself in dangerous situations. And blah, blah, yeah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not the yeah. reason. Like, what is wrong with you? That's exactly why she wouldn't tell her again. You know exactly. And there's been a few other things happening in Real Housewives and General Bravo, but we'll touch on that when we speak to you next, listeners. But what I will say is, I don't know if over this festive period, Nicole, you listen to an album by a close personal friend of ours, and I say close personal friend in a very much aspirational way, um, a Christmas album God. by the name of Have You Heard of Christmas? Yes. And let me tell you something. This is my favourite song, listeners, on this album. You know, this Christmas, I might need some help. Listen. Hey girl, what's the matter? Seems like you don't have that shine. It's like every year when Christmas comes around, you always lose your mind. And I'm just going to say, if you don't mind, Nicole, I'm just going to move it along to the end because that is a great section. Hold on, listeners. Till they're on vacation, then you sneak inside the a political Christmas and for all your life. Even if I go on a full-on rampage because of a political disagreement, you will tell the police I was at your house. You will have my back. Then you sneak inside the house Get a pickle jar and some newspaper laying around I have to write this down Then you gotta fill the pickle jar with water Surround it with the newspaper Place it in a sunny room And say, bitch, see you later I'ma have you back That is a Christmas good album advice. I can get behind That is good advice It is good advice And you know what? If you're ever in the club around Christmas time yeah. Oh, forgot I'd be Did I mention that it's Christmas in this club? Also, it's Christmas. Tonight is the night we celebrate his son. It's Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas. I spent many a day walking around this festive season going. It's Christmas, yeah. It's Christmas, like that. And also going step one, <laughs> or, or, hey girl, and by girl, of course, I mean, man, I'ma have your back, I'ma have your back this Christmas and for all the time. Tune. I, my favorite Christmas song, and we will wrap it up here after I've said, oh, actually, funnily enough, no pun intended, I was saying wrapped it up. My favorite Christmas song is Wrapped in Red by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> okay, let's have a little look at that. It's, I'm not familiar with it. You know what's also? It's Christmas. Um, hang on. Um. 
everybody's happy. Snow is falling down. Listeners, I'm getting a lip sync from Nicole here. Miracles all around. From afar, I've loved you, but never let it show. And every year, another. The chorus coming up? Yeah, yeah. Always watching, never reaching, but this Christmas. Go on, Nicole. This Christmas. I'm not at my best vocally because I've, I've had a cold. But... No, that's fine. I thought there were some good runs in there. You it don't have to apologise, I'm getting cold. I had to explain to my partner recently what a run is and now he's very interested in music. You explained who, what a run was? I explained to my partner. Oh, I see, I see. Well, a run is. A run? Would yeah. you like to give the listener a demonstration of a run? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case I can't pull it off. Well, we had one just now, and um, uh, also it's Christmas. What? And I mean, also, not also it's Christmas. I can't do it. Sure. So on that note, listeners, it's been great having you. Thanks for bearing with us. Um, we'll let you know what we're going to be talking about soon. As Nicole mentioned, probably Ultimate Girls Trip. Maybe we'll do Ultimate Girls Trip. I think. I think we'll do another Towie. I think, and I, I think really I enjoyed doing Towie. I enjoyed Towie as well. It was um, yeah. entertaining. So we'll probably do a little sandwich thing of maybe cover, do a roundup of Ultimate Girls Trip. Yes. Eagles don't fly with pigeons. Um, and then we'll be We're getting married. Towie. We're getting married. Everyone <laughs> the window knows that. I don't know. That. Don't know. It. Definitely don't know. It. Okay. Um. <laughs> But you know what, listeners? Take care out there. Don't make eye contact with anyone. (laughs) Especially your family members. All right? Contact us on excusemepodteam at gmail.com. Excusemepodofficial on IG. We'll be coming back to you with more TOWIE and more Ultimate Girls Trip. Should we play them out with a song? And when I say song, sing the theme tune. Excuse me. Excuse me. Disculpa me. Excuse me. Oh, what do you say? I'm sorry. Vajazzle. You didn't ask. Have me. I've got clubs in all the West End. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me.